Hey, welcome to episode uh, whatever of the Cover Zone podcast. To be honest, we've been doing this for a while now. I can't even keep track. But um, for those still listening, for those still watching on YouTube, um, I appreciate you guys so much. Please make sure you like and subscribe. Leave comments. Give us feedback. It's very, very important that we get this feedback just so we can improve and give you better episodes. You know what I mean? But um, on this episode, we got two special ladies in the building. We got my girl Aisha and my girl Alicia. They're going to talk about how to run businesses, you know, in today's society. You know, they're going to talk about how they started, the struggles that they went through, how they got over it, their inspirations and so much more. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Once again, I thank you guys so much. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, whatever it may be, um, leave a one star, two star, three star, five star, whatever um, you're feeling. Um, Give us your feedback again. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. We are trying to get paid so that we don't have to sell drugs no more. Um, Thank you guys so much. Uh, So without further ado, here is the episode. Thank you guys for listening. So yeah, like I told you guys already on the, I guess when I messaged you guys on Instagram and stuff, I told you I just wanted to just get to know your stories a bit more. Just know what's up, like how you started. Is it actually a struggle being a woman and owning your own business and doing what you want to do? So I guess Aisha will start with you. Okay. So, yeah. So you want to know how? How'd you start? How did I start? Well, first of all, what do you do? I am a hairstylist. Yeah. So I'm older. Oh, you have a salon now? Yes, yes. Oh, that's the, the testimony they be showing at church. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, honestly, I don't even be paying attention too, too hard. But wow. Okay, yeah, okay. I've had my yeah. salon since 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, It's been great. It yeah. really has been great. Yeah. So how did you get it started? So how I started was entirely, I, I don't want to say by fluke because God knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was more so I just really needed a place to work. I was renting a chair. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> the lady who owned the salon that I was working at mm-hmm. switched. She just decided to get up one day and sell. So she's, when she sold it, she sold like it without to Without notice to you or nothing? Like... Yeah, like no notice, well, pretty much. So yeah. she sold it. And the guy was just like, well, you know, you guys can stay. Um, we're going to keep like the, the booth rental the same. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I want to do some renovations. So he started the renovations. Mm. And if you are familiar with how renovations go, they never go as planned. So, um, we were just out. It was just such an inconvenience for a long time. And I said, you know what? I was praying for a salon in that area anyways. Like Mm -hmm. I I really wanted to stay in that area, which was like, but even before you started with the whole salon thing, like, is this what you wanted to do from day one? Yeah. What do you want to do? I mean, I always wanted to do hair, yeah. but I never wanted to be, like, a salon owner. Oh, okay. So that's what I was saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, did you tell your parents, like, yo, like, <laughs> you're Caribbean, Jamaican? You're um, half? I'm half, yeah. Half Jamaican what? Jamaican and Caribbean. I guess we kind of accept you, no? <laughs> you, <laughs> have, you have no choice. Kinda? You go to Ghana, yeah. there's Bob Marley music playing all the time. <laughs> that is so. true. So, what, you told your parents that, yo, I want to do hair, and they just said, okay? No, like it was just it's something it? that I've always been good at, and I fell into it. Yeah, but when you usually like speak with your, I'm not sure if you're close to your parents or not. But when you usually 
tell your parents stuff that's other than being a doctor or whatever it usually comes with I think I think you, like, you know I, mean? I think my father was the one to be like, oh, you know, why don't you be a nurse or something? Mm-hmm. But my mom, my mom was over me. Like I was a very strong-willed child, yeah. so she's just like, you know, whatever, do whatever you want to do. Huh? Just don't do anything illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a plan. Yeah. So you said they're going on with the renovations. And... Yeah. So basically, make a long story short, it's mm-hmm. quite an inconvenience. So somebody came in and asked me, you know she was a client and she's mm-hmm. like oh well have you ever thought about owning your own salon i'm like yeah but you know the rent's kind of high around mm-hmm. here so i'm gonna wait it up so she told me that her boyfriend um at the time had a place mm-hmm. and if i wanted it so i was like well yes i think i will so i went and i saw it and then it, that was it pretty much okay. i was there for a year then i moved to the location that i'm at now mm-hmm. so alicia how are you doing today oh i'm great have you cooled down yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to hear that. I'm um, not my foot's a little bit cold though. Oh, yeah? That's fine. It's, it's never enough with, with girls, you know. Like <laughs> you can never be right on. I apologize, but um, yeah. So what do you do exactly? Oh man. Um, I personally call myself a Jill of all trades because I don't just do. Unfortunately, I wasn't blessed like I should to just have one thing that I'm good at. Mm-hmm. I do different stuff because I. I don't think I actually don't know, know exactly what I, what you're doing, yeah, I don't yeah. think I know what, like, it's my, like, my number one thing that I'm, like, excellent at. I kind of just, like, a whole bunch of different stuff that I'm mm-hmm. good at to an extent. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just. I think I can relate to that. Yeah. I don't even know what the word is, but, like, I do a little bit of different stuff. So stuff like what? Um, so it all started. I'm just joking. Um, so I had a clothing line, but I had to retire it. Um. I have a glasses, so like I sell um, glasses, I sell um, frames and glasses, yeah, I think that's the yeah. thing. Lenses? Uh, lenses, that's yeah. it. Um, and right now I do um, freelance public relations and event management. What exactly is public relations? What does that oh. have to do with, like, is this stre- a stressful? That is the most, oh, that's the hardest question Yeah. to answer. Um, for me, what PR is, it's kind of just like doing a bit of everything. So. A day of the life in what I would do for PR is like, I'll get an email saying, okay, um, we need a press release to be put out for an event that's happening on this day. Mm-hmm. I'd have to write the press release. Or if there's a client that I'm working for, I manage their social media. So mm-hmm. literally what I do now is I manage a client's social media page. Um, I facilitate the photo shoots for him. I message like his supplier sometimes if I really have to. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of clients? Actually, no. Sorry, I was thinking of myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't message his supplier for him. That was me messaging my own supplier. Um, <laughs> so right now I work for a guy who owns an agency. So mm-hmm. I work along with him. So his clients are kind of like my clients. Yeah. But on my own, I don't have my own. I, I don't want to have my own like business right now mm-hmm. and have my own clients because it's just me. And I crack under it's pressure. too much, yeah? Yeah, like I'll, I will give up like by tomorrow and I'll just throw in the towel. Are you the same too when it's like when things get too hectic, like you have like nervous breakdowns and like... No, and it's kind of weird because we have like the we same birthday. We have the same birthday! Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, she told me that. the year makes a difference. <laughs> it must be, it must um, be. Yeah. But no, for me, I've been hustling my entire life. Mm-hmm. So it's like I have no choice but to be resilient because mm-hmm. if I don't make money, I don't eat. You know exactly. what I mean? So I yeah. can't, I don't have... Is beans. that the scariest part of doing all this? What? Like, just like knowing like if I actually don't hustle, like, or if I don't get this client, if I don't do this, like, I'm not eating a meal today. I think I've just gotten <clears throat> so used to the rhythm of things that mm. I don't even 
worry and you know like i trust god mm -hmm. and he always provides for me mm -hmm. you know a lot of times more than what i even anticipate so i don't i don't really think about those things all right so for the both of you can i take it back a bit like how did you get into i guess what you're doing right now so i'll start with you because we were talking about it <laughs> a little bit earlier how you got to where you are right now so let's start from the beginning where did you grow up mm. So, 1991, April 17th, I was born at Credit Valley Hospital in Mississauga. Oh, yes. that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. I don't know anybody, you're the first person I ever heard in my entire life born in Mississauga. Are you <laughs> was serious? It, wasn't that like made some like of the great, No, some of the greatest ago? women in the city were born oh, yeah? in Mississauga. I don't know who, but that's just what I told myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anybody. Um, yeah. Oh my God, I lost my train of thought. I can't remember what you asked so, me. So, nah, like, how did you start? So, you grew up in um in Mississauga? Grew up in Mississauga. Yeah. Um, Where did you go to school? I went to, I used to go to a Christian um, private school mm -hmm. for, like, maybe the first, like, from literally preschool till probably grade, like, hmm, I can't even remember. I went on and off. So, I went there, went to mm -hmm. my first public school, and then my mom sent me and my sister back to the private school, mm -hmm. and then I went to Catholic school. Um... We moved to Woodbridge when I was in grade eight. Mm -hmm. Went to my first, like, I guess, out of. So, I, like I was saying to, I can't remember that guy's name. What's his name? David. Is that the guy I was talking to just now? Perhaps. Was it David? Is his Maybe. name? <laughs> I think so, yeah. But... <laughs> Choking. Um, I was saying, like, how I grew up, there was no mm -hmm. black people. Like, literally in my school. I was about to say. Like, I was, no, yeah. there was, like, me, my sister, and then a girl who was mixed. But mm -hmm. she didn't count because, like, she had, like, honey blonde curly hair mm -hmm. and gray eyes. So she she was barely black. Barely. Like, yeah. barely black. Um, yeah. So for me, my identity kind of was a little bit confused because mm -hmm. I didn't really, like, I just, I didn't really experience racism, but I didn't really know who I was. Mm -hmm. And then I was saying when I moved to Brampton, that's when I was like, oh my God, there's so much black people. I didn't know how to act because I've never been around that much black people were you, in my life. Were you whitewashed, as they say? Like, people tell me that to this day, yeah. and I don't really, I don't know. I, I don't consider it whitewashed. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like if you're a well-spoken woman... Mm -hmm. Or if you're a well-spoken person, you become whitewashed. If I sounded... Do you think that's what it's labeled as? Yeah. So if I sounded urban and I talk like, I don't know, if I didn't talk the way I talk, you'd be like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, you're 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 ghetto or whatever. But mm -hmm. because I talk like I have sense, which I do because I have parents who brought me up a certain way, then, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, she's whitewashed. No, I just know how to articulate my thoughts mm -hmm. in a way that makes me come across whatever. So did both of you guys grow up in a Christian household? Did you? Uh... Well, my stepfather wasn't saved, but my mom was. Yeah. So it was a bit of like... Did it have like a big influence on how you came up though? Because I know we all didn't start off as like God-fearing, holy Christians or this and that. So did you have that, I guess, the the rebellion side of you? Like the the party side? The, I think like, everybody... Drink, smoke type of thing? I think everybody, exper um, everybody experiments, yeah. Everybody goes through something. What was yours you know, like? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it was crazy well okay mm. so most of you i i guess you guys know i have a a 20 year old my son's gonna be 20 this year i did so, not know what that. yeah i didn't know your son was did you know that i, I oh didn't know that <laughs> 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 i didn't know that <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> I was like, what, yeah yeah my, so my son's gonna be 20 i thought you were 20 <laughs> no no yeah no, i'm grown okay so you know that should tell you how my Christian upbringing was. But you know what? I'm mm -hmm. back on track. Which, I, which that's, matters. that's what matters. That's what matters. Exactly. 
what was the what was that point for you where everything changed uh it was 2009 for me i just was tired you know you just get Mm -hmm. tired of like being on the road all the the time time. yeah yeah i had my series of drug dealer relationships and one went really really bad do you mind if i ask a question sure i used to i used to sell drugs (laughs) all right I want to date myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is it about, I guess, the bad... <clears throat> Did you date the quote-unquote bad boys at all? Yeah, what is it about the bad guy, the drug dealer that is so attractive? Is it the living life on the wild side type of thing? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was more so just the lifestyle. Like, yeah. when you're partying the majority of the time and mm-hmm. your, your main concerns are, like, you know, what you're going to wear to the next event, mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it just goes hand in hand. It does you know yeah so alicia you you talked about um where you went to school um let's talk about how you got here kind of like hers what was your uh your path to getting into where you are right now um so i used to work at the fedex head office in mississauga and mm-hmm. you know it wasn't a bad job like i i got paid every week not even by weekly i got oh, paid dude. every week yes my like my benefits were absolutely amazing mm-hmm. like the cafeteria lady was Jamaican. So that tells you how good life was. The food was great all the, the time. The food Extra was great. They had jerk it. chicken and rice and peas. Yeah. I mean, I didn't eat it, but they had that. Like, it was so, it was good. Yeah. And I was the most miserable I've ever been in my entire life. I absolutely Why? hated I just hated my job. Like, I went to school. I went to university mm-hmm. and college mm-hmm. and graduated with no job in any of the fields I went to school for. So I'm just like, why the hell? I'm, it's so much money being invested. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, why and am I investing all this money? you're just in debt at the end of the day, and it's just like, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. And literally, mm-hmm. I had a breaking point. I just started crying, and I'm like, I, ain't, I hate my life. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I should never get to a point where I hate my life. I'm like, so much people wish they were... But did you like, hate your life because of your job? Yeah, I hate my life because, because of, of my job. Wow. Everything else in my life, it was fine. I just hated my job that much. <clears> throat> but throat> I'm like, my parents are going to kill me because I was that child that had a new job every few months. So my mom and mm. dad were going to be like, okay, you're getting too old now for this. Yeah, yeah. And then my grandma was calling from Jamaica and asking me, oh, you know, when you're going to settle down and get mm. a good job and get a good man? I'm like, I can't handle that conversation one more time. Mm. So I'm like, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to like hold on a little while longer, but... I, I literally woke up one day and I started bawling and I was like, I hate my job. I called my friends. I talked to my parents and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. So mm-hmm. I wrote my manager a nice letter. It was the most sweetest. I hate this job letter. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to go. Mm-hmm. And they threw me a party, got me a cake and everything. And I was Were like, you what? that good? Like, they loved me. Evidently, yeah. they didn't want me to go. But they were just happy to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to see you. <laughs> no. Adios. Because <laughs> they were like, oh, we were going to promote you to manager. I'm like, he wasn't going to promote no, you. Weren't. He wasn't going to promote either. me to nothing. You just don't want me to go because you guys know you're going to have to hire some new people. Because yeah. when I left, two of my close friends there left too. So we all left. We so left as a unit. Yeah, yeah, we left as a unit. We were all just like deuces and we mm-hmm. all left. And that's when I was just like, yeah, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, I'm going to start doing what makes me happy because life is short. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you only have one life to live. Live your best possible life you can. Utilize some of the gifts and talents that you have. Like, mm-hmm. God didn't give us gifts for I no like reason. So I'm like, nah. I was like, buy FedEx. I even, like, if I drive past it now, I look like this. I don't even look at the building. I just, I drive straight. So is that how you got into your other line of work? What other line? Oh, my stripper joke? It was a joke? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were being serious. No, I was definitely joking. Okay, I hope so. Wow. That's, That's a... <laughs> oh, you didn't hear him. When no, I, told I didn't him hear that him. I was definitely it was joking. A joke. Okay, okay. 
All right, that, I wouldn't last I, five seconds. I'd start to cry. Yeah, I don't have enough. I'm so happy to hear that. I'm like, who goes from FedEx to Starbucks? <laughs> like, no, that, that's crazy. <laughs> right, no. Yeah, so, um, who have you worked for before? You had a lot of clients, a lot of notable clients, so I've heard. Clients or? Or like, people you've done before. you worked with a lot of people, right? Yeah, had my fair share of clients. Pretty tell. Is it, ner- is it nerve-wracking, like... I guess working with someone who has a big name and you're just there, like, if I mess up this girl or this guy's hair, like, it's going to be all over the internet. It's going to be all over social media. And, I don't like, mess up. Ooh. I like that. I like that. I like that. No pressure. I like that. I like the swag. You don't mess up. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Where'd you get that mentality from? Is this something you always had from day one? Or just, is this just I like... mean, I've always been a leader as far as I can remember, but... Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think for me, it's just, I educate myself, Mm -hmm. you know, I Mm -hmm. study my craft. Mm -hmm. I make sure that before I go into anything, I know exactly what it is that I'm Mm -hmm. doing. And if I can't do it, Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid to say, I'm sorry, I cannot do this. Like, let's look at another option, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's important to somebody's image, Mm -hmm. you know, and my name's on it. And if my name's on it, I'm going to ensure that it's, it's done well to the best of my ability yeah i think that's something that i've struggled with a bit just because like you have someone notable coming Mm -hmm. and then like there's so much pressure just to do well and not to mess up i think sometimes we put unnecessary pressure on ourselves just over but it's because we don't prepare Mm -hmm. if you don't prepare yourself Mm -hmm. you're never going to be ready for any opportunity Mm -hmm. that comes regardless of how good you may think you are Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you have to prepare so that involves education, that involves mm-hmm. studying exactly what it is that you want to do. It involves arriving on time or even early just mm-hmm. to make sure in case of anything. That happened to me one time um, as far as who I've worked with. Mm-hmm. So I was working with Christina Milian, mm-hmm. right? And I think I had worked really late the, the, the night, night before. before. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I got <clears> up <throat> so late. And then I was like, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And I was living in Brampton at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was all the way downtown. So I had to drive from Brampton to downtown in traffic. traffic yeah. I was supposed to be there for nine. What time did you get there? Mm-hmm. Ten. Okay. <laughs> I thought she was going to say the whole talk. entire No, hour. but that's still kind you of bad what? though because it's of who she is. You she, know what was, I mean? she was so understanding and she ended up even calling me back after that. Wow. But at the same time, that's it's like, still. right, it is. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, seriously, favorite. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, you got to be prepared. Like, mm-hmm. I made sure that if it was another job, I was not late. But, like, were you late because you are working hard the last night? Yeah, I mean, that attributed to it. But, I mean, if you really want something, it doesn't matter. If you have 15 minutes of sleep or 15 That's hours, what I was going to say. Like, you're going to get up and get it. Is it hard to balance this stuff sometimes? Like, with everything going on, client after client, job after job, is it hard for you guys? It becomes a rhythm. Your a body rhythm, does get tired. Yeah. But what about yourself? Do you ever get overwhelmed with all the work you have to do sometimes? How do you mm-hmm. handle that? Where you don't? Honestly, I will sit down and I'll just play some music. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's like usually gospel music and I'm like, God, please. Because like, it's funny, like you said, we're born the same day and I, like, obviously we're opposites because I, if I can't handle something, I literally just start to cry. But it's like oh, crying yeah. because it's like I'm angry because I'm just like, I should be able to do this. But 
honestly, I found that of lately, I'm starting to be able to handle more pressure mm-hmm. than before. Like before, no. As soon as like I crack under pressure, like my heart starts racing. I feel like I'm going to faint. Like I can't handle it. Now it's more like, okay, calm down. I just kind of like pace my breath. I'm like, okay, I can do this. And then I just do it. I want to say something, but I don't want to offend. No, say it. It's Are too late. Sure? Like people, <laughs> it is too late. Right? I'm already offended. It's not even. It's not you. It's just like I always. I always wondered why most people are like that. In terms of like, I understand like things get crazy to a point, but to a point where like you have to cry. Like I'm the type mm-hmm. of person where, if something's out of my control, I don't. I don't even stress over it at all. As no, much as I, I want things everything. to be perfect, everything also. Like just I'm like, one of those people. Like if you really, really <clears throat> piss me off and mm-hmm. I start to cry, like move. Cause like black I, out, yeah. I will black out. Mm. So I'm one of those people that like I like I'll watch a movie and I'll cry. I'm just really emotional. <laughs> yeah. I cry watching movies. I cry when I'm happy and I cry when I'm upset. Mm-hmm. So you never know if like oh my gosh she's happy or oh my god no she's pissed. But if mm-hmm. I'm crying and I'm upset, mm-hmm. I want to generally like bash your face into the ground. You know, but I'm crying because I can't let it out. I want to invite you to an encounter. <laughs> that's kind of we you have... scared me a little bit like that's crazy yeah but i never like i will, I will never act i will never act on it but like if mm-hmm. i'm crying when i'm angry like i'm like oh my god like i really just want to be able to express how upset i am mm-hmm. and i just i just cry and then i get over it but like for me oh but you get over cry, it as no, soon as I get, you cry i get over things like you can literally do me so dirty yeah. and my weakness is i will forgive you and i mean it's not a weakness because yeah. that's what we're supposed to do mm-hmm. but i'll forgive you so i'll cry i'll be upset but i'll forgive you right after that okay but so the just... tears have to come out first okay the tears will come out then i don't know if i'm gonna forgive you because then it's not genuine yeah. but if i cry then you know like i genuinely am upset about something or i'm mm-hmm. happy but okay. i just that's just honestly since i was a baby i just cry for everything okay so what's the hardest part about the job that you did now yeah um Honestly, it's the I would say it's the not the non consistent income. With the pay. I was gonna yeah. ask if you guys ever missed a like a payday before, like. Yeah, I miss a payday oh all goodness, the time. Like, before I used to get paid like what I said every single every week. week. Now yeah. it's just like it's paid per project. So if I'm not working on a project, then I'm not leaving my house because I'm not gonna leave my. And I love to go out. Mm-hmm. Like I love to go out and eat, and if I know that I'm gonna go out and I'm not gonna, be able to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving my house. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you? What's the hardest thing? in your job in your field i guess when you're starting because now it's kind of it's picked up oh yeah um i'm good now it's the hardest thing time when it was starting yeah yeah i think for me it's more so just time management like Mm -hmm. it's crazy because uh if you don't have clients like you don't you don't make money exactly um (laughs) like managing your time so i can take on like new projects and stuff Mm -hmm. like that that's been a challenge or you know so what do you guys say to someone who wants to start or wants to do what you guys are doing because everybody wants to own their own business but nobody mm. wants to miss a payday mm. nobody wants to work <laughs> as hard to be honest i had someone i have someone here a couple of episodes ago i don't remember who exactly but i sat down and thought to myself i'm like yo is life actually supposed to be this hard we're supposed to scrape for every paycheck until we make it where we have to do this and do that and like work our asses off just to get a paycheck and then still be in debt, still pay this bill, still do that, still do this. What do you guys say to someone who's trying to get into, I guess, entrepreneurship, if that's what I can call I'll it? You go first. Trust in the Lord. I'm just joking. Um, actually, <laughs> yeah. no. Um, I think you should do that. Uh, no, that, that, yeah. that is, but, uh, and it's, oh my God, this is, this is such a touchy, very touchy comment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
To be honest, <clears throat> this is something that I always say. I feel like everybody just looks at entrepreneurship and thinks, oh my God, I don't want to work for anybody. I'm just become an entrepreneur. What's your mm-hmm. business plan? I don't know. I just want to become an entrepreneur because I can just work for myself. Mm-hmm. If it's not something that a desire of your heart and mm-hmm. that God has given you the vision to do, do mm-hmm. not do it. I realize everybody wants the easy quote unquote way out and they mm-hmm. think by me doing, by me selling a shirt or by me selling this or by me getting into hair and I know that I'm not the best hairdresser, mm-hmm. I can make money. But if it's something that you're passionate about, do not pursue it unless it's something that you're willing to put your blood, sweat and tears into and mm-hmm. you're going to give a hundred. Mm-hmm. Don't do it because everyone is doing it. Because then it's going to be, you're wasting your time. You're wasting other people's time. You're wasting money. Exactly. And that's something that really upsets me is that now everybody wants to become a business owner. And it's something that they really want to do. It's just, I don't want to work at my job anymore. Can you blame them though? Yes. No, I can't blame them. You didn't want to work at your job too, right? Yeah. But the thing is, the things that I do are stuff that I went to school for and stuff Mm -hmm. that I've always been into. So like I can show pictures of me doing like what I'm doing now from years ago. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't, they're not into fashion, but they want to become a designer. Mm -hmm. Anybody can go on a Chinese website, buy tree little shirt and say they're a fashion designer. (laughs) Sorry, the pot had to come out. I almost got upset for a second. But like, you know, if it's something that you're passionate about, yeah. For me, do not do it unless you're willing to put everything, everything into, into it, it. Yeah. and you're and it's something that you're committed to. If it's not mm-hmm. your passion, don't do it. Mm-hmm. The end. You have any two cents to say? Oh my gosh, there's so much. Uh, it, I mean, <clears throat> know yourself. That's the mm-hmm. first, the first thing that I would say. Like when you're going into entrepreneurship, know mm-hmm. yourself. If you do not like being around people, mm-hmm. I can speak for my industry, mm-hmm. um, but across the board, if you don't like people, don't bother because you're going to have to deal with a bunch of different personalities. Mm-hmm. Decide whether you want to just work for yourself or you want to be a boss mm-hmm. because it's too totally different. There is a difference. It's a difference. The difference is like working for yourself. You know, you can do freelance <clears throat> work and you have like, you know, people contract you to do mm-hmm. things. But if you want to be a boss, meaning you have actual employees, mm-hmm. you're going to have to manage them, manage their attitudes, mm-hmm. manage, you know what I mean? Those is two different scenarios. Mm-hmm. So just understand exactly what your business is, where you want it to go and how you want it to go. Mm-hmm. Um, also get a mentor, mm-hmm. get a business mentor and a mentor in your field. I feel like a lot of people skip that step. They do. They skip that step. Yeah. Um, and it's so essential because... <clears throat> There's like I'm creative, mm-hmm. right? So I can vibe with the creative, mm-hmm. but when it comes to like talking dollars and cents, and you, you know, ha- um, trying to expand my business, like you really can't help me. You can brainstorm on yeah. how to, yeah, you true. know, make the next big thing, yeah. but how are we gonna get there financially? You know, and did you have, did you have a mentor when you first started? Um, there are people that I looked up to, there are people that I could call for, you know, to ask questions, but I think that was something that I didn't really, um, focus on having and have the time, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I had, I studied under a lot of great people for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but then again, how do you even go to someone and be like, cause people are busy, right? Yeah. If I wanted to become a hairdresser and I'm like, yo, can you mentor me? What would be your honest answer if I said that to you right now? Like, because you don't have intern. Yeah, yeah, like come in and say, honestly, Aisha, I really love the way that you you work. I want to study under you. Mm-hmm. All right, bless. Go sweep the floor. For free. 
for free. That's crazy. And that's the thing, though. Yeah. You see, I find like with a lot of <laughs> younger people now, yeah. they don't want to put that work in. Mm-hmm. Like they working for free honest, can yeah. get you into some doors. Yeah. When I tell it's you true, doors, yeah. Yeah. doors. And people don't want to do that. Oh, how much are you going to pay me? But then again, I say it again. Can you blame them only because like you live in Canada, man? Like, yeah. But what does that mean? We got bills to pay. Yeah, but that's all across the board. There's people in New York. Like you could look at um, uh, my league teal, and I think her name is Carlene Roy. Mm -hmm. You know, and even some of my friends that interned for Def Jam. That's free. Mm -hmm. That's free work. You know, but it got them into some crazy doors. And if you do a good enough job, yeah. Exactly. And look. Now, Carlene Roy, she's working for, I think it's like Rick Ross and Migos and all those people, Mm -hmm. you know, but she had to start. You have to start somewhere. And a lot of the times it's not going to include a dollar sign. Mm -hmm. The knowledge that you get from just volunteering your time is and the connections that you make, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, is worth more than maybe the three hundred dollars you're going to make for the week. Sure. Were you guys scared when you first started them? When you first started off your business, like going into it, like. Like I, she said, she missed no payments. Yo, I like this mentality, <laughs> yo. Time. No time to be scared, Listen, yo. Yeah, I like that. Money has to make. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to be, you know, scared money don't make no money. Scared money don't make no money. I like that. <laughs> but you know what? You got to tell that to the to the young people this in this generation because I know a, lot, a whole bunch of people want to start their own thing to meet, you know? And was I scared at first, to be honest? Nah, not really. I think I was like on that kind of same wave. I was just like, me and my friends talk all the time. We're just like, yo, we're going to do this. You're going to do this. So, um, yeah, I could relate to that. Scared money makes yeah, no money. Start scared, so. man. Start scared. That's the yeah. only way to do it. Mm-hmm. That's like a, a a thing that's happening now on Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's another stylist that I know. Well, and... I tell my friends this. They're laughing because they know. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I, have, I, have, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what outside. <laughs> I don't know what outside the four walls of Ontario looks like. You like, got to get out there. There's yeah. a, and it's just, it's not just like for your business, for mm-hmm. yourself. So if you're on, if you're self-employed, you're going to have to think about um, benefits. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to think about mm-hmm. like, I really wanted it to, mm-hmm. at least I have something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Did you take, do you use those same principles too, in terms of when you first started your what you're doing right now you can just like watch how she lives her life read her book and kind of like mm-hmm. shadow her he's like you can meet up with someone who's in like a let's say a place that you want to go you can say can we meet for coffee what they call mm-hmm. them informational interviews mm-hmm. it's a that sense where mm-hmm. it's like i don't care if everything's not where i need to be i just don't want to be here anymore so mm-hmm. i just stopped doing whatever i was doing and i just jumped into it mm-hmm. but like now i'm getting into okay maybe i should start putting money aside for this and this and this and yeah i know but um, all right, yeah. So where are you guys at right now with your current business? What's up? What's up right now? Um, for me, mm-hmm. I am. I mean, my business has come. As long as the checks are coming in, mm-hmm. that's all that really matters. <laughs> I'm at a turning point right now. Yeah. So what about yourself? Where are you at right now with your stuff? Are things transitioning? Things going good? Struggling. Messaging me about stuff that I wow. never spoke to them about. Mm-hmm. So I know that God is looking out for me. So I'm just trying to be faithful so that He can continue looking out for me because I know that if I don't put Him first, then nothing's gonna happen. I, I would say in my 20s, like my maybe my early 20s, like from probably That's birth to. Yeah. yeah, I was, I was, no, I was a really good child. I was, oh, I was, really? I was very, I mean, I was not good. Not like, good I was yeah. bad, but I wasn't like, oh my God, at least try it once so I know how life feels. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that, that phase is gone. 
that were coming back. Yeah, so you what, just one day you just woke up and said, God, I give it all to you, or like, uh, basically? I went to it. It was me yeah. trying something, but it's not me. Mm-hmm. So certain environments I was not comfortable in because mm-hmm. that wasn't an environment that was meant for me because of how I grew up. That's not an environment that I should have been in in the first yo, place. I'm the same way because, yo, sometimes, like, I guess you try to fit in so much. Yeah. I mean, a lie I could come with the sponsorship deal still. I'll this is Lexi's gym <laughs> But yeah, man, so a lot of times you try to fit into things that were not comfortable with. And that's what mm-hmm. you, uh, you said. I was <laughs> taking the pizza with, without the yeah, man. Uh You guys can say your, um, your at your social medias where can they find you you know personally you know okay sorry mm-hmm. so you can follow my personal instagram account at aisha ebony a-i-s-h-a-e-b-o-n-y mm-hmm. and my business account at you <laughs> I, I forgot stuff <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah where can they find you at um, my personal Instagram name is A L I C I A S I A S H A W P A. That's it. Because okay. it used to be my name. And then my business mm-hmm. um, Instagram, which is my glasses, because it's getting hot and you guys want to wear some glasses. Oh, it's like shades. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then there's like by S I M M. And then the name okay. of my glasses company is Specs by Sim. Specs by Sim. All right. Yeah. So thank you guys for coming through. I really appreciate it. What is it? I need to know what's about first. You know, I know what's about. Is it like PG 13 or like. It's definitely. It's always rated R on the comfort zone, man. It's always rated R. But today's conversation was definitely like Sunday Sunday church. Yeah, this was a light R. Was I want to be on the rated R edition one? Not not to know that's what I want. It's funny she's doing all this talking. We're about to shoot it right now. I'm actually not going to do it. All right, thank you guys for listening to the comfort zone. Uh, Yes. All right, thank you guys. Thank you guys for that.